happen out there, but peeps, sports betting peeps, how are you? How are we doing on a Thursday? Today is September 29, 2022. What's going on out there? How are we doing this week? Getting ready for some football. There's a lot going on this weekend. We got some college, NFL, soccer's back. A little bit of soil, a little Premier League, a little Premier League football. Soccer's back this weekend. Ton going on, so we should have no shortage of uh, some picks coming up on Saturday and Sunday's Quick Picks and tomorrow. Stay tuned tomorrow for some Football Friday. We'll do some deep dives, get some picks for the weekend. And on today's show, actually, we're going to talk a little football. Uh, we're going to talk the first touchdown score bet. <laughs> this is one of the most popular bets out there. Everyone who uh, has signed up with the sports book has made this bet. I guarantee it. It's like everyone I talk to, all my buddies, all my friends, they, they, they've got at least one of these going on a weekend. And I, it's funny, one of my... Uh, uh, one of my friends who I go to Vegas every year for the Super Bowl with, we call him like the first touchdown, the, the master, right? He always picks it. He's always got that bet. And he actually hit it last year for the Super Bowl. I think it was OBJ, Odell for the for the Rams. And it's great. When you win the first touchdown score, there's nothing like it. I've actually done it before. I used to bet that a, a decent amount before I understood the concepts that we're going to be talking about on today's show. But it's fun. And there's nothing like it. I mean, it's almost like winning a, a huge, like a fat scratch ticket. You know, you see your guy come down with it, like catch it or run for it. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's going nuts. You know, it's it's it is it is fun. So I get the appeal. I, I understand. You know, it's funny. I always talk about the right way to approach sports betting in the most profitable way, but I get it. I understand a hundred percent why people don't generally do that, and it's 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 just part of it. I I, I totally understand. But it's also my role on this show to talk about the truth, the truth in numbers, and why it's usually maybe not the best bet in the world. So the first touchdown bet is, again, one of the most popular ones. As a matter of fact, I read on social media, I think it was Twitter, that tonight for the uh, Dolphins and Bengals game, the single most bet, uh, the single most bet prop is Tyreek Hill to be the first touchdown scorer. MGM has gotten hundreds of thousands of dollars bet on this from... I mean, lots and lots of people, probably thousands of people. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about why first touchdown is generally a bad bet, why I like to stay away from it. And in this conversation, we'll talk about what the sportsbook's goal is for these kind of things. Uh, special thanks to Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is the king of player props. So if you've made a player prop bet before and you like to make player prop bets, there's no reason you shouldn't be signed up with Thrive Fantasy. They offer player prop parlays, which have the single best payouts in the entire industry. I mean, think about that. You can make the same parlay, a couple player props together, and you will get paid out universally more money on Thrive Fantasy. It's totally worth it, and you're going to love it if you uh, already bet player props. So check them out, Thrive Fantasy. Put in promo code SBD for a deposit match up to 100 bucks. and no one who's gone there has been like, yeah, it's okay, not so great. Literally every, every single person who signed up there has told me how much they love it and how much they like getting paid more for the same bet. So Thrive Fantasy, promo code SBD. Have more fun and make more money betting player props today. All right, so the first touchdown bet. Here's why, in general, the first touchdown bet isn't a great bet. It has to do with the household. And the household, if you're new to the show or, or you just need a refresher, the household is the percentage that is calculated by the sports book that determines how much of an edge they have in any given bet. So what the general proposition that you're going to get for any sports book, the, the normal bet is minus 110. And so what that means is, ideally... Or, or, or maybe not ideally, because this is from the sportsbook point of view, but 
more often than not, what's going to happen is the sports book will price what they think is a 50-50 proposition minus 110 on each side. Okay, they're giving you something they think is going to happen 50% of the time, and they're charging you as if it's going to happen 52.4% of the time. That's where they get that little house edge. And to calculate the total household, you just add up both sides of any given bet. So if you have a bet where team A is plus three at minus 110, and team B is minus three at minus 110, all you do is calculate minus 110 and minus 110 and add that up. Now, if you'd like to calculate that, go to aceodds.com, A-C-E-odds.com, and find the odds converter. Or you can just type into Google ace odds converter. And there, we'll see that if you type in any American number, like my, or any American odds, minus 110, you're going to get 52.4. Now, quick disclaimer, the actual number is 52.38. Ace odds rounds to the nearest 10th, but that's perfectly fine. That's that's You don't need any more detailed math for the, the sake of today's show, My the point of today's show. So on ace odds, this is a great tool. You can calculate the break-even percentage for any given bet. So minus 110 is 52.4. And then minus 110, the other side of the bet is 52.4. So we can easily calculate the household for the, the normal bet. It's just 52.4 plus 52.4. You just add both sides. And that equals, of course, 104.8. So the household is 4.8%. Whatever, However much that is over 100, that's the household. So if we add up both sides of a bet and it's 105.3, that means the household is what? 5.3. If we add up both sides of a bet and the household is, or and the total number is 110.4, what's the household? 10.4. Good job. We're getting it. Okay. So think about that. The average bet that you make, the household is 4.8%. I want you to remember that number. Write it down. Remember it. 4.8% is the classic household. And that's what most people are comfortable betting into. If I ask the average person on the streets who bets, Hey, are you comfortable betting in minus 110, betting 11 to win 10, betting 110 uh, to win 100? Most people say, yeah, that's normal. That's how it goes. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the norm. That's the standard. Fine. But what about minus 120? What if each side was minus 120? I'm assuming a lot of people out there, a lot of people listening might still say, yeah, I'd make the bet. Yeah, I'd make the bet. Broncos, whatever it is this weekend, right? Broncos plus two against the Raiders or the Raiders minus two, minus 120 for each side. Yeah, okay. Now, I don't love it as much as minus 110, obviously, but I'll still make it, right? So you keep going. You keep asking people, at what point do they feel uncomfortable making the bet? Now, I'm going to ask you right there in your car or you're walking on the street or at your job or whatever, what would you do? Would you make a bet where each side of an NFL team is minus 200? So if you want to take the Broncos, you have to lay two to one. If you want to take the Raiders on the, on the on the point spread, you have to lay two to one. Most people wouldn't take that, right? We're getting towards this, this territory of uncomfortable, unfair bets. For the average sports better, though, it's tough for them to realize that minus 120 is that bad of a bet. The minus 130 is that bad of a bet when it should be minus 110. So you, you ask the average person out there, when are you uncomfortable? Right, you start to get to this range of maybe minus 200 where, where no one, most people would say, hell no, I'm not making a bet where you have to bet 20 to win 10 on a point spread in the NFL. This seems obvious to us, right? Doesn't that seem obvious to you? You wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. No one with a brain would do that. Well, here's what the first touchdown scorer does. Is it simply ratchets up the household, but it disguises it because there's so many options, 
for the player to score the first touchdown. And what we can do with any given bet, it doesn't matter whether it's first touchdown score or an over-under or the point spread of any football game, we can always calculate household. And this tells us one thing. How fair is the bet? That's like the one point of today's show. The reason why you need to know this is because once you calculate household, you'll be able to tell how fair any given bet is. Anything over a 5% household is generally looked at as being, you know, stealing in the eyes of people who know what they're doing, mathematicians. It's like, hell no, I'm not going to bet into a 5% household, but the average household for minus 110 is 4.8%. So we get, you know, you don't have to calculate household in your head to know exactly what the household is to understand that minus 200 on each side of a bet's a bad bet for you. Well, let's let, let's talk about tonight's uh, Cincinnati-Miami first touchdown bet. I went through before this podcast and I calculated the household for tonight's first touchdown score. Would anyone out there like to guess what tonight's household is for first touchdown score, Miami Dolphins, Cincinnati Bengals? And as we just said, 4.8% is the classic household. 8% is, is, seems to be outrageous. You know, you, you start getting up to 10, 11% where it's just laughable, okay? So if you ask a pro, if they bet into an 11% household, they would laugh you out of the room. There's no way anyone who knows what they're doing would bet into an 11% household. Well, the household for tonight's Dolphins, and this is very, very common. Tonight's Dolphins and uh, Bengals game, the household for the first touchdown score, 50.4%. Okay? It's about 10 times <laughs> the normal household for any normal given bet. So what these lines should look like is this. If Tyreek Hill is plus 750 to be the first touchdown score, he probably should be paying closer to 10 to 1 or 11 or 12 to 1. And so if you win the first touchdown score, you're going to feel good about it. You're going to be jumping around, celebrating with your friends. You just won a bunch of money, but it's not near what you should have won for that same bet. And you may say, who cares, Tyler? I bet 50 to win 300. You know, I bet 50 to win 700. I bet 50 to win 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. You know, the longer the odds, obviously, the more money you're going to make. But my point is, even though you've made money, you're making far less than you should have made. And that is a horrible thing for you in the long run. Just think about our example. Would you take each side of a bet at minus 150, minus 200? Probably not. Well, the household of 50.4% means you'd be betting into an NFL point spread where each side was minus 303. Let's just call it minus 300. So think about that. You're, would you take the Broncos plus two? I don't even know what the line is. It's like, let's talk about the Kansas City game, right? The Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's, it's like a pick em today because of the hurricane news, things like that. It's a pick em. Would you take either Tampa Bay pick em minus 300 or Kansas City pick em minus 300? Of course not. No one with a fucking brain would ever do anything. It's so asinine to even talk about. I could talk to someone who's been betting for 10 years or literally probably 10 minutes. And it's like, hey, would you make that bet? No, probably not. What, do I have to bet 30 to win 10 on an NFL point spread? No. Well, did you know that if you make a first touchdown score you are making mathematically the exact same bet. And it doesn't seem like it because everyone's plus 750, 10 to 1, 15 to 1, 20 to 1, 100 to 1. You're going to get these crazy odds, but that's the very idea is they're hidden. And each player should pay 
substantially more than they do already or than they do what's being offered by BetMGM, which was used in my example here. So that's the only problem that I have telling people to bet first touchdowns. It's such a laughable bad bet that it's tough to really see how bad of a bet it is unless you know how to calculate household and know exactly why household is important. So many people out there, even after listening, I guarantee half the audience, let's say this, this we get 4,000 listeners for this podcast. I guarantee 2,000 of you are still going to go make that first touchdown score, which who cares? I don't care. You're not betting with my money. But the whole point of the, of the show and this podcast is to educate on how to bet smarter. So even though this may not be something you all want to hear, this may you may go, oh, you kidding me, Tyler? I like to make my first touchdown bet for every game. And hey, if I win one out of every 10, it's, it's going to pay for the other bets. It's like, no, you're betting into a horribly priced market. And they know this. Sportsbooks understand this. If I ran a sports book, I'd probably do the same thing because you can pull the wool over people's eyes and, and, and become filthy rich off of horrible lines and horrible prices that the average fan thinks is a good thing. <laughs> you know, it's like it's not like the average fan thinks this is so-so. People love this because you can make 10 to 1, 15 to 1 your original bet. That's the whole thing here. People think they're doing something good. They're, people are getting excited about giving the sports book their money. So it's really the perfect, the best of both worlds for the sports books. They get insanely rich. They, they, they pretty much act as thieves and they're laughing their whole way to the bank because you are gladly giving them their money because you're gladly making the first touchdown bet. We go, oh, 10 to 1. Well, let me tell you something. If you make a touchdown bet, a first touchdown score, and it's 10 to 1, it probably should be 17 to 1. You know, it may be 15 to 1. So it's you who's actually getting the shit end of it. It's actually you who everyone's laughing at. You may win that and you may hit a 10 to one bet, but over the long run, you're going to lose a lot more money than you're going to win on that one night where you hit the 10 to one because they're so horribly priced. So again, just to calculate household, if you want to see what the household is or you want to do this for yourself, just go to bed MGM like I did and start adding up every option for first touchdown score. All right. I, I think the Let's pull it up again. The leader in the clubhouse, the, the most likely is Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is plus 500. So we go to ace odds and type in 500 in the American odds section. Very simple, right? And plus 500 equals 16.7%. So you just calculate, you just write down 16.7% in your calculator and then go to the next number. Joe Mixon plus 550. So you calculate, okay, plus 550, 15.4%. So now we have 15.4%. And 16.7% in our calculator, okay? So 15.4, excuse me, 15.4, and then 16.7. So we're up to 32.1% household. So you just do that for every single player and their odds. And then at the end of it, you'll get 150.4, aka a 50.4% household. It's just outrageous. It is just so ass backwards. I mean, honestly, this kind of shit should be illegal. Like, I, I truly believe once the sports betting market gets some some kind of regulation, that sort of stuff is going to be illegal. I mean, that's almost like walking into a McDonald's and depending on the McDonald's you walk into, a Whopper is going to be the normal three bucks it usually is, or it's going to be $25 if you go into some random place. The only difference in sports betting is people will gladly pay the $25 for that Whopper because, eh, whatever, it's here. What am I going to do? Go somewhere else or, you know, shop around? Hell no. So that's the thing is when you really know how the math works, <laughs> it's silly. These first touchdown bets, but that's how it works. That's how the math behind it works. Hope you hope I hope you just at least learn a little bit. 
about how the household works and how we can identify a good bet from a bad bet. So, all right, uh, that does it for today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.